hello, good morning, happy Monday. Who's going to call? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Hey, Sister Mona. Sister Mona. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm catching your voices now. Yes. <laughs> hey, Yvonne. How you doing? Okay. Good morning to you too, as well. Good morning. This, she's so excited, Michael. You know, she, this is um, our greeting uh, Monday. She woke up glowing. She ready. <laughs> and my tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Let me not forget about that. Her birthday mm. is tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Are you going to yeah. be 16? <laughs> you going to be 16? I heard that too. Me, me too. <laughs> but like, how old are you about to be? Sixty what? Four, right? Sixty-five. Five. Oh my God, sister! Oh my God. Sixty-five. What a blessing. Five. <laughs> she just glowed again. <laughs> okay, it's good talking to you, brother Michael. You ready, Yvonne? Right. Good morning. Good morning. Who gonna be fifteen? I I missed the phone. <laughs> Girlfriend, we celebrating tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Look at her. I, she, she, she giving everybody a heads up. I can't. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's my birthday tomorrow. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Happy birthday, girlfriend. <laughs> To 65, though, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for it. Oh, God. Hey, 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 Resurrection, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Restore. Restore. And a new day. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, God. I just love you guys so much. Hello. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who have joined the call today? Good morning. It's Monday. Good morning, it's Susie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. This is Bubbly. Happy Monday. Good morning, Bubbly. How you doing? You look up. Good morning, Yvonne. Love you. I love you. Bless you, sweetie. Hello, welcome to the Clarence. God woke you up this morning. So who on the call? You should be saying good morning. That's right, Yvonne. God woke you up this morning. Hello, we would love to hear your sound and you know, that's the sound off and say good morning on this wonderful Monday. Who's on the call? Good morning, this is Georgia. Say it again. This is Georgia. Good morning. Hi, Georgia. That's my first time hearing your voice, I think. Is this your first time calling? No. Sometimes I may call in a little bit later, and I just no. Well, I'm so happy you said good morning today, Georgia. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Oh, is anybody else doing uh, Go ahead, Ivana. Oh, my dear. My dear. 
morning. Who's who's on the call this Monday morning? That was like to say good morning. We would love to say good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. This is Christine here in Atlanta. Hello, hey. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's Monday, y'all. Our father woke us up this morning. It wasn't no accident. You was intentional. So get up and say good morning. Hello. You're on the pre- uh, yeah. Go ahead, Mar. Go ahead. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Monday. God bless. Ah! (laughs) I love you. How you been? I'm trying not to be heavy after this last shooting that went on again last night. So I'm kind of heavy this morning, but God is good. He on the throne working it out. Yes, yes. And that's what we got to remember and remind ourselves, you know. Ooh, yeah. Oh, here go Yvonne. She just rolled you over. Hello, anybody on the call? That call this morning. Oh. Yes, he did. Hello, has anybody else joined the call this morning that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Hi, Sister Sylvia. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yes, God woke you up this morning. He didn't have to do it. Good morning. It's It's Prosperous Pam. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, family. Hi. Good morning, declare victory. This one more time, you guys. Anybody out there would like to say good morning. This is the time we say good morning. And just to hear your sound, we would love to hear your sound. And just say good morning and love on you. Is anybody else out there would like to say good morning this morning? Okay. All right. Right now is the time. Uh, it's time to move on with the call. So I'm asking everyone to please look down at your phones. And make sure that your um, call is on mute. Your phone is on mute. Okay. Hello, my name is Moxie Mona, and I'm your host this morning. Another voice you heard was Yvonne, and she was your greeter this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Thank you for joining us during the month of April, where our monthly theme is entitled Assurance. This means that all decorations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. 
there are two announcements for today. And the first announcement is, first, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for married couples or married hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight at 6.30 p.m. through 7.30 p.m. Pacific. You will be so happy that you did. Second, would you like to, uh, would you like to, uh, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission here at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving um, to support our mission? There are three ways to give. Those three ways to give is you can give by declarevictory.org. You can also give by paypal.me slash declarevictory. Or you can pay through the cash app and it's dollar sign. I declare victory now. We pray a blessing by our Heavenly Father will return to you for giving and trusting in Him. Um, there was no prayer request on the app. Um, I'm still asking for prayer for um, for my, my, my bonus son, Brandon, um, for his mental health and for help um, um, to send his way of, of help on our show. Okay, and the order of the call is Prayer and corporate praise would be brought by Rochelle. The declaration would be brought by Brother David. Once again, the order of the call is um, corporate praise would be brought by our sister Resurrection Rochelle, and our declaration would be brought by Brother David. And then we're going right into closing remarks, which will be hosted by the declare Brother David. Um, the scripture, the the scripter. Scripture, look at me, for today is Colossians 2 and 2. It comes and it says that their hearts may be encouraged, being knitted together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. I'm going to say it again. That their hearts may be encouraged being knitted together in love to reach all riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I now pass the call to um, the prayer war- our prayer warrior, Rochelle. Thank you. God bless you all. Love you. Amen. Morning, family. Good morning, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for being our God. We thank you for waking us up this morning with the mind set on you. We thank you, O oh God, for waking us up, O oh God, with all our activities, the t- activities of our limbs, O oh God. We thank you for waking us up, O oh God, with a sound mind, O oh God. Hallelujah, strong, O oh God, in you, O oh God. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, O oh God. Hallelujah, that kept us, that covered us, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that, hallelujah, you sent your angels to encamp around about us as we slumber and sleep and rest, O oh God, that we can rest in you, O oh God, and know that have surety, O oh God, hallelujah, that you 
are watching over us, oh God, because we know that you are a God that never slumbers and never sleeps, oh God. Hallelujah, that you have a keen eye and a keen ear, oh God, over your children, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We come to you, oh God, hallelujah, with the help of the Holy Spirit, oh God, and by your grace, oh God, hallelujah, making a joyful noise to you and serving you with gladness, oh God. Hallelujah, we thank you, oh God, for being our Lord, oh God. Lord, we first come and petition you, oh God, for prayers, oh God, for Mona's bonus son, Brandon, oh God. Lord, we ask that you touch his mind, oh God, like only you can. Only you can regulate the mind, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we ask, oh God, that you, hallelujah, clean his mind, oh God that you touch his mind, oh God, take away all the, the things that may be clouding uh, his his mental uh, state, oh God, that would have him to, to do anything outside of your will, oh God. Lord, we know, oh God, that you are the protector, oh God, that you are our defender, oh God, that you, hallelujah, are the one that gives us uh, the mind, oh God, to 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 thrive, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that uh, we cast down the devil, oh God, hallelujah, and we ask that you break the bands of the wicked, oh God, and, and the bands of, uh, take the shackles off, oh God, break the bands of the wicked, oh God, and set the captives free, oh God, hallelujah, that he does not have to live in bondage, oh God, hallelujah, and not one area of his life, oh God, that he can call on you, and you are just God to answer, oh God, and deliver him from all his troubles, oh God, hallelujah, Lord, help him to see, oh God, that you are a near and present help in the time of trouble, oh God, and all he has to do is call on you, oh God, hallelujah, that you are God that's always near, oh God, that you will never forsake us, oh God, hallelujah, that we can call on you, for anything, oh God, and you will answer, oh God, that your promises are sure for us, oh God. Hallelujah, that you came, that we have may have life and have it more abundantly, oh God, so we don't have to live in bondage, oh God. Lord, you said we don't have to be tormented by the, in, the, by the enemy, oh God. Hallelujah, and we don't have to live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God that you are Abba Father, oh God, hallelujah, that you are El Shaddai, the almighty God, that you are El Elyon, oh God, the true and living God, that you are our Jehovah Jireh, oh God, that you provide all, hallelujah, that you are our Jehovah Nisi, oh God, the banner, the protectors that covers and keeps us, oh God, hallelujah, Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that we can be sure in you, O oh God, that we can have hope in you, O oh God, that we are justified by your work on Calvary, O oh God, not just by your work, O oh God, but your birth, your life, O oh God, hallelujah, and your death, O oh God, and your resurrection, O oh God. So, Lord, we thank you on today for being our God, for being all that we need, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that leads and guides us in all truth and all righteousness, oh God, that we don't have to fret for nothing because you are always with us, oh God. You are our God. You sit high. Hallelujah. And you look low, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord. We can call on you, oh God, and you are yet to answer, oh God. If we could just move ourselves out the way, oh God, and submit and surrender to you, oh God. 
Hallelujah, we can hear from you, oh God, even the better, oh God. If we would just step out the way, oh God, walk in your statutes, oh God, and obey your commandments, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we can live a life, oh God, that's joyous, oh God. We don't have to have uh, just be happy one day, oh God. But we, if we allow ourselves to uh, you to abide in us and we in you, oh God, that we can have joy, unspeakable joy. Hallelujah, the joy that the world didn't give it to us, oh God, that you gave it to us, oh God, and the world can't take it away, oh God. Hallelujah, we thank you that we are more than conquerors through you, oh God. Hallelujah, that we are not a defeated foe, oh God, because we serve a God that is faithful, that is loving, that is just, oh God, that is a keeper. Hallelujah, Lord, you are a keeper. Lord, and we thank you for keeping our minds, oh God. We thank you for keeping our hearts, oh God. Hallelujah, when they're turned towards you, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we can walk. Hallelujah, and victory, oh God that we can declare victory in every area of our life, oh God, in our life, oh God, because the word is true, oh God. We thank you that you are the word, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, I ask that you touch all the ones that are sick, oh God. Hallelujah, whether it be mentally or physically, oh God, that you touch all the infirmities and affirmities, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we ask that for the ones that have a little ailment or something that's going on, oh, God, that they speak life, that they don't speak illness, oh, God. Hallelujah, that they don't put it out there in the atmosphere of what they think it is, oh, God, but they can speak and say, I'm healed for whatever it is. Hallelujah, Lord, you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, oh, God. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes, Lord, we are healed. Lord, we are healed from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, oh God, from a cough, from allergies, from a, a earache, oh God, from uh, an arthritis, oh God, from cancer, oh God. Hallelujah. Every ailment, oh God. Hallelujah. We can just speak your word, oh God, and trust and believe, oh God, that our healing is in our faith in you, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you, oh, God, that you provide all that we need, oh, God, that we don't have to fret for anything, oh, God. Lord, that we can come to you, oh, God. Hallelujah, Lord. We ask that you help us, oh, God, to see what beyond what we see, oh, God, to help us to forgive others, oh, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Forgiveness is for a giving. It's for us, oh, God, to be free. Hallelujah. We don't have to be held in bondage of unforgiveness, oh God. Hallelujah. But we can be free once we learn to forgive, oh God. It's not about what they've done, oh God. It's about what you've done, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you that you justified us, oh God, by the cross. So Lord, I thank you again. I lift up, hallelujah, our nations, oh God, to you, oh God. I lift up the leaders of every nation, oh God. Hallelujah. The governors, the mayors, oh God our natural leaders and our spiritual leaders, oh, God. I pray that our spiritual leaders, oh, God, have a heart turned towards you, oh, God, that they are seeking you to lead your people, oh, God. Hallelujah. You have just placed them, hallelujah, just to teach your word, oh, God. Hallelujah. And walk the walk, oh, God, of you, in you, by you, and for you, oh, God. So, Lord, I pray that they're teaching the pure, unadulterated word, oh, God, that they're not adding to, oh, God, and they're not taking away, oh, God, but it is your true word, oh, God. Lord, I thank you on today, oh, God. I thank you for declaring victory, oh, God, where we can come, oh, God. 
Hallelujah. We can come as we are, oh God. We don't have to go to a building. We can pick up a phone because your spirit, hallelujah, is neither here nor there, but is everywhere, oh God. So, Lord, I thank you right now, oh God. Lord, I lift up Dion and Tanya and all uh, my sisters and brothers in Christ, oh God, that every need is met in our lives, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, oh God. Lord, I thank you for the children, oh God, that are going back to school. Lord, I pray, hallelujah, that your spirit begin to speak to the legislators and the administrative people, oh God, that are sending them back and they don't have a vaccine, oh God. Lord, crown their heads with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on what to do for the children, oh God. What is best, oh God? Not best for them, not best for the, the finances or the or however. The money is not about the money, oh God, but it's about their lives, oh God. So, Lord, I pray, hallelujah, that you are piercing their hearts, oh God, for the safety of the children, oh God. And the teachers cover them, oh God, as they some are going back into the schools or have already went back, oh God. I just pray your blood cover and keep them safe, oh God, that you will stop the hand of the enemy, oh God. Hallelujah, let your blood covers in this uh, COVID or corona will cease, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you again, oh God. Lord, and I ask that. Uh, my brothers and sisters come and, and with their petitions and make a sound unto heaven, O oh God. Shout unto Zion, O oh, oh God, and proclaim who he is, why you love him so, because he loved us first. So if you can take your phones off mute yes. and begin to praise, praise him first and thank Hallelujah. him in Hallelujah. 
that he will come, oh God, and encourage our hearts, oh God, and give us manna for the day, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you for your promises. We thank you for your love. We thank you for keeping us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you and we bless you and we love you because you love us first, oh God. In Jesus' name, as I pass the call. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Rochelle. That was a powerful prayer. And thank you, uh, Sister Mona and Sister Yvonne, for greeting and hosting this morning. Um, Thank you, everyone, for your praises. It's very powerful, felt. It's appreciated. It always sets the stage, and it always just lets the Spirit flow in so that we can take from the Lord. So let me just ask the Lord, dear Heavenly Father, just come to us today as we get ready to study your word and just delve into your word, Lord God. Let the words from my mouth be of substance and pleasing to you, Lord God, and let it encourage and empower your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're talking about um, assurance. Let's talk about assurance. Let's talk about God's assurance. Let's talk about what that really, really means. And so for me, um, kind of just giving you a little more background about myself and kind of my own perspectives and my own walk with Christ. Um, as a kid, I you know grew up in the church. Uh, my mom went to seminary, and so that meant that we got to experience a lot of different um, denominations in Christianity. Like part of her studies, she had to study at a different church that wasn't part of her current denomination, which at the time was Baptist. So we've gotten to experience Baptist, uh, Pentecostal, uh, Lutheran, Methodist, Episcopalian, um, and non-denominational. Um, some of that through my mom and some of that just through family, other family experience. So I've had a lot of different denominational experience within Christianity, and I've also had a lot of experience going to various behind the scenes, church meetings, you know, various staff, whatever, what have you. And I've always had like a, from a young age, you know, a striking, there's something that always struck me is glaring at across the board of all the denominations was that, um, you know, there was a lot of politics that I just couldn't get behind. There was always a feeling that there was, you know, and I mean, obviously this isn't every time and this isn't every single person, but it's something that does happen a lot um, where there are sometimes people that are there just jockeying for a position instead of really focusing on doing the work of the Lord, you know, basically trying to be the head of whatever department or whatever ministry or whatever it is and kind of dictating this is how we have to do this. is, You know, and I was always kind of turned off by that whenever whenever that aspect came into the meetings whenever that came into any of the behind the scenes of things that I was a part of um, at the church now I say all of this um, because I was always frustrated about it and so I spent if you know anything about you know in past declarations I've talked about kind of experiencing other religions kind of going into Buddhism researching Islam researching um, some of the esoteric texts, just like everything, just because I was kind of not necessarily turned off by Christianity, but I was turned off by the fact that, I don't know how to say this without upsetting somebody, but um, a lot of times most Christians aren't really Christian. You know, they aren't really doing what Jesus said, and that can be very frustrating. 
Um, so I say all of this because there is assurance that God has a plan for all of us. God has a purpose for every single one of us, and God has our back no matter what. Um, and he's given us this beautiful gift in Jesus Christ who came and died on the cross for our sins so that we could be essentially saved, so that we could be introduced to this way of life, so that we could be introduced to this salvation, to be introduced to a new way of thinking and a new way of living that isn't really of this earth that isn't really the traditional way of going about it we're not really of this earth you know we're, we're from it but we're not of it right um and so i i going through all of this um you know i i i always thought like all right well if part of being a christian is believing in the resurrection, believing that Jesus came back to life, Jesus died for our sins, that when we all, when the time comes, we'll all ascend into heaven. And that heaven is a place that is perfect. It's beautiful. There's no suffering. Everyone is good to each other there. There's no um, hunger. There's no war. There's no disease. There's no, there's no, no conflict basically. And so I've always, you know, wondered, um, you know, when this happens, when when I die and go to heaven, when we die and go to heaven, you know, are we going to magically change to fit into this uh, image? You know, this perfect being, this perfect uh, person, or should we start trying to become that person? Now, um, like I said, in a lot of uh, minister meetings and deacons and what have you, they they were a lot of times feeling like they were mostly just interested in their positions. They were mostly interested in holding up traditions even. Um, and so I was kind of like, well, this seems kind of like petty sometimes. It seems like this wouldn't even be going on in heaven. We'd all be doing our thing, being happy. We'd all be basically living the way that God wanted us to live um and so we wouldn't be you know living the earthly way of being concerned about how other people perceive us and how we can become more you know more seen more powerful what have you um so let's get, I'll, let's get to the scripture i know i'm rambling a lot but um i want to go to look at Colossians, and we're just going to go through the whole second chapter. Um, and I'm just going to kind of read it and highlight some things and kind of give us some assurance that for how we can basically live more Christian, how we can have the power of God on our side, how God has our back and what God is doing for us and what we have to be willing to do to be protected by God, to be fully uh, embraced by God, to be fully blessed by God. All right, so I'm going to read uh, Colossians 2, and I'm going to read the first few verses here. Um, and for those who don't know, Colossians is basically um, Paul talking to the um, people of Colossians, uh, the church of Colossians, basically giving them um, advice basically throughout the new testament you know there's several 
books of the Bible where Paul is basically instructing new Christians on how to be more Christ-like, new Christians on how to love each other, because there's a lot of conflict, there's a lot of questions in the early church of, well, what do we do? What is the most important thing? There's a lot of jockeying for position. There's a lot of things that are still more or less going on um, that Paul was trying to set straight. So let's look at Colossians um, chapter 2. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, for those in Laodicea and for all who have not seen me in person. I want their hearts to be encouraged and to join and join together in love so that they may be, they may have all the riches assured, of assured understanding and having the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in him. And so here Paul is basically saying, you know, look, guys, if you guys really want to get it right, if you guys really want to do the whole Christian walk thing the right way, if you guys have any questions, listen, everything that you need to know is in Jesus. Everything that you need to learn is in Jesus. Be assured that all the wisdom, all the knowledge, everything that you need is right there in Jesus. It's in the example that Jesus led and in the words that he said. And what are some of the things he said in Matthew 22 um, verse 37 through 40, Jesus, you know, when asked, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like this, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law of the prophets hang on these two commandments. So this is some wisdom that Jesus is giving us. And if we study, you know, the life of Jesus through the Gospels and the four first books of the New Testament, we find that everything that Jesus is talking about is about love. It's about um, empowering ourselves. It's about uh, freeing ourselves from the shackles and the boundaries of this world. It's about not being um, bound to traditions. I mean, Jesus was constantly um, finding himself in conflict with the Pharisees, which were a form of basically the, the religious board, the minister's board, if you will, or the deacon's board or whatever. Um, however you'd like to look at it, they were the, the ruling board of the church back in those days. And Jesus was constantly clashing with them because it was about an understanding of what God wants for us. And ultimately what God wants for us is to love him to praise him to honor him and to love each other because we were all made in god's image right so we should be having a love for our god and each other and ourselves ultimately because we are a reflection of god and we all basically more or less look the same you know a few differences here and there but we're all still beautiful in his sight and he loves us just the same now this is the first few verses of what Paul is telling them. He's basically saying, listen, everything you need is in Jesus. And this is something that's important for all of us to know today because Jesus has the answer. Jesus has the freedom. Jesus has the freedom from worry. Jesus has the healing from sickness. Jesus conquered death. He's basically done everything for us. And isn't that something we should learn from? Isn't that something we should want to learn from? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read on verses 4 through 7. We're in Second Colossians for anyone who's just joining us. Um, and Paul goes on to say, I'm saying this so that 
No one will deceive you with persuasive argument, for I may be absent in the body, but I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see how well-ordered you are and the strength of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, overflowing with gratitude." Now, this is important because basically what it's saying is like, this is something that we can all really take away from today in our daily lives, even if we're not members of any part of the church or any part of the, the any uh, ministry. I mean, everybody on this call pretty much is a part of a ministry because this is a ministry. Declare victory is a ministry. Um, and so basically what Paul is telling people is this is something we can all relate to is don't listen to false doctrine don't listen to people that will try to tell you something or even distort the words of christ throughout you know all of our histories we've all experienced at some point somebody is going to try to take the scripture and kind of pervert it a little bit to bend to whatever their point is you know what i mean people do it quite often and unfortunately my brain is just skipping out on specific examples but i think we can look at um the bible and see how people have tried to use it people have tried to justify slavery with scriptures people have tried to justify misogyny with scriptures people have tried to justify racism with scriptures they've tried to justify all kinds of heinous things that that doesn't really stack up to what jesus said you know in matthew 22 um somewhere 38 where he's saying you know love your neighbor that's the second greatest commandment you know that doesn't stack up to that so anything that doesn't stack up to that or anything that jesus said jesus said turn the other cheek jesus said let those who are without sin cast the first stone judge not lest ye be judged jesus's teaching is love ultimately and so anyone who's telling you anything that doesn't vibe with that that doesn't vibe with turning the other cheek and just following what jesus is saying put yourself aside they're not telling you to do the right thing they're telling you to do something that doesn't have anything to do with jesus that has something to do probably with themselves or their own ego or what have you jesus says full stop love <laughs> you know um and so basically anyone that's telling you otherwise just trust the lord read the bible develop your relationship this is basically what paul is saying like don't let yourself be taken away and ultimately this is important because i think if we all exercise this we would be finding ourselves in less conflict we would be finding ourselves more willing to just not get that last word in you know in an argument we wouldn't have to get that last dig in we would just walk away and just be like all right cool just leave it alone you know let peace be peace um and so the paul goes on to say you know be grateful this is something that this goes back to another thing that Jesus has said, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. So you should always be praising God. Um, and this is uh, verse seven, you know, just be grateful, always be overflowing for grateful, uh, with gratefulness. Um, because, you know, uh, you have to be willing and ready to thank God for what he has done and is doing in your life. If you think about it, if you've, um, I don't know if anyone here has had the experience of, doing something for someone else 
going out of your way to go get i don't know i'm trying to think of a good example <laughs> but like you know you go to the grocery store you go to the drive-in you get somebody a burger and fries you bring it back to them as a surprise as an unexpected prize and they're like oh you forgot the ketchup you forgot the whatever and you're like really i just did all this and you're gonna be upset about something very small this is the same way that it is with god if we if he gives us stuff i mean we're grateful that he's never gonna forsake us he's never gonna leave us he loves us unconditionally but i'd, I'd imagine it gets pretty tiresome constantly blessing people that aren't really grateful for it so in everything you do be grateful for god everything that you receive because even if you can't see it god is constantly constantly working on your behalf um and so he you know he'll give you more if you are grateful for what you get um so verses 8 through 11 let's get through here um be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elemental forces of the world, and not based on Christ. For the entire fulfillment of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ, and you have been fulfilled by him. Who is the head over every ruler and authority? You were also circumcised in him with a circumstance, uh, circumcision not done with hands by pulling off the body of flesh, but a circumcision of the Messiah. Having been buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And when you are dead and trespass and the in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive and with him and forgave us all of our trespass. He erased the certificate of debt with, the, with its obligations that was against us and opposed to us and has taken out all the way by nailing to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities by disgracing them public and triumphed over them by him. So this just shows us that we are thoroughly cleaned in Christ. Um, there was a, back in the day, just kind of give a more historical context, there was, you know, questions of um, if people who were uh, Gentiles could really be a part of the Christian faith, and if they were part of it, did they have to be circumstance, uh, circumcised to really be a part of the faith? And so this is kind of more of particularly politics of the day, but also something that we can apply to our lives is that basically we've been clean. We've been fully stripped of any extra earthly flesh. We have been uh, freed from that captivity by Christ's sacrifice. Um, it's discarded. It shouldn't be a part of us anymore. And so we should be assured that we're clean and protected by Christ's sacrifice. We should be living in that knowledge that it's all handled. It's all been stripped away i mean sure we are going to struggle daily with our sins we're going to struggle daily with our ego we're going to struggle daily with the distractions and temptations of the world but through christ we have the power to rip that away and just focus on his goodness if we just take the time to really do that and realize that on the cross he took those sins away he took those burdens away from us and we're only suffering them really because we aren't focusing 
on his sacrifice and having faith that he's going to work it out no matter what. He always does. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where God hasn't opened a door where I've, you know, I will stress out over something, but just as much as I've stressed out over it, if I'm praying over it and I'm thinking, you know, thanking God for the solution, before you know it, that it's done. It's already solved. You know, I have example after example, even with my dad last year with his stroke, there was a stress, but I just let it go to God and God did everything that needed to happen to make sure that any obstructions were cleared, even though it meant that he had to go back you know, he did what he had to do. And so if you just really give your trust and you give your love to the Lord, if you really give your faith in the Lord, anything can be done. Anything can be done. The promise will be fulfilled. Um, if I could ask to check your mute ministry, um, I heard a little bit of rustling just so that we could preserve the quality of the recording. Um, so, I'll, I'll always be assured that in Christ, we have been given a new life. In Christ, we've been given a new flesh. In Christ, we've been given a new perspective to live in this life. So I'm going to go ahead and um, go through, we're in verse 16 right now. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in regard to food or drink or in the matter of festival or the new moon or a new sa or Sabbath day. These are a shadow of what was to come. The substance is the Messiah. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on um, esoteric practices and the worship of angels, claiming access to visionary realm and inflated without cause by his unspiritual mind. He doesn't hold on to the head from whom from whom the whole body nourished and held together by its ligaments and tendons developed with the growth of God. So this is again saying, don't follow false prophets. Don't follow people that are praying to angels. Don't follow anyone that's not really about God and what about Jesus is teaching, which is going to bring us closer to God. And what Jesus teaching tells us is to love the Lord God more than anything and then love each other. Jesus teaching is all about love. And so basically Paul is just saying like, listen, go back to Christ. If you find yourself worrying about your position, if you find yourself worrying about anything, go back to the source because that's where the peace of mind is. That's where the joy is. That's where everything that will give you that um, encouragement that you need to go day to day is. It's in Jesus Christ. And so verse 20 through, um, we're going to read the end of this chapter, verse 20 through 23, if you died with the Messiah, to the elemental forces of this world. Why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? Don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. All of these regulations refer to what is destroyed by being used up. They are commands and doctrines of men. Although these have a reputation of wisdom by promoting esoteric practices, humility, and severe treatment of the body, they are not of any value in the curbing of self-indulgence. So what this says to me, and this kind of goes back to speaking to um, my whole experience, you know, just seeing how people can just be people, you know, um, is like, look, don't let anything in this world phase you. Don't, you don't need to worry about that. You know, like we said earlier, because Christ's sacrifice basically stripped that from us. We live in a new new world. We live by new rules. We live by the rules of God. We live by the rules of Christ, which tells us to have faith, which tells us to love God, which tells us to love each other. And so we shouldn't really be stuck 
squabbling over petty things like certain positions. We should be assured that there is peace in God. We should be assured that there's everlasting life in God. We should be assured that if we are following the teachings of Christ, if we are following the example led by his life, that we're going to live a life much more peaceful. We're going to live a life much more fulfilled. We're going to live a life full of um, the blessings and joy that Jesus has promised. And so I just want to encourage everyone today that if you're going through it, if you're struggling, if you're having any problems, just turn to the Lord and, and, and pray. I mean, I, you can always talk to someone if you need to, because that's always you know useful. I know that that can be healing, but it's also really healing to get, get on your knees. It's also really healing to open the word of the Lord. And, and if you're praying and you're really seeking answers, he will miraculously give them to you. He will have it so that you can just open the Bible up and he'll have the word that he's looking for you, for you in that moment, in that season, that will just encourage you. It will just give you the answer. It will give you the direction. So be encouraged and be assured that God really wants to develop a relationship with you through Christ. So the only way that you can really have that is if you really reach out, if you really study, if you really go for um, broke here, you have to really believe that he's going to do it and he will do it. So I just want to encourage you that God's got your back no matter what. Just just turn to the Lord in prayer. Just start to develop your, your heavenly compass because like i said i've always thought like you know when we all go to heaven we should already be changed here and now and ready for that perfect life we should already be ready to live in that perfect unity and that perfect harmony um so that's about it right now it's almost seven i've gone a little late but um i want to open it up to anyone that didn't get a chance to say good morning if you'd like to say good morning please uh, do so good morning it's diane Great declaration. Thank you. Good morning, Diane. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Monica. Good morning. Love you, nephew. That was amazing work. Thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie. And it sounded like there was somebody else there. Good morning. It's Monica. Great declaration. Good morning, Monica. Thank you. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Great decoration. Thank you. Good morning. And it sounds like there's somebody else there. Good morning. This is Nosy. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's Carla. Good morning, Carla, and happy Monday. Good morning. All right. Is there anyone else that wants to say good morning before we move on to the love, life, and victory portion? Good morning, David. This is Glorious Gloria. God bless you. Thank God for you and for the word and reminding us of our assurance that we have in Christ, that we are already who and what he said we are. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Glorious Gloria. That's glorious right there, that we, we definitely can't forget who and what we are in Christ. Thank you. I appreciate that, and good morning. All right. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we move on? 
All right, so this is, we're gonna move on into the love, life, and victory portion. Um, if there was anything that you wanted to discuss or anything in particular that jumped out, um, basically I was just talking about the assurance that we have in Jesus, uh, you know, the assurance by God through Jesus' love that he's got our back. So it sounds like somebody would like to say something. Good morning. You caught that, Brother David? I didn't catch all of it. I caught, I missed that last part. She liked what you said this morning. God, would you say, Sister, God got your back, right? Yeah. Exactly. Amen. Thank you. That is Yvonne saying to me all the time, I tell you. She will look at my face and can tell I'm worried about something. She'll look at me and go, talk to God. He got your back. I'll be like, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Thank you. Good morning, Bobby Davis. This is Bubbly. I just want to say thank you so much for your words this morning. It was definitely food for my my soul. I was very, very encouraged. And you keep on letting God use you because I I know he has bigger and more and bigger things for your life. You just keep on keeping on as the old saints would say, love you, and God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you. And, yeah, I, I will definitely keep on keeping on. That's one of the things that I always say is keep on keeping on. So I love it. We got God's got your back and keep on keeping on. So, yeah, well, absolutely. Thank you for that. And I think we all can let God use us if we just let him, you know, if we really just let him. So thank you. Hey, nephew, it's Dee Dee. Um, wow. Good so, so necessary for a Monday morning. Um, just all kind of stuff. Like, I'm going to just be so transparent. This this walk is a battle, and we got to continue to just keep going, even when it feels like it looks like it sounds like the enemy um is surrounding us we're not surrounded we're surrounded by god and we have to remember that faith really is seeing what we can't that thing that we can't really see but we trust him because of what he's already done for us it's already done i believe what he said when he said it it's a lyrical thing but it's a real thing because at 53 with all the hell that i've been through I should be somewhere with my mind gone, I know, but oh to God, and so I'm grateful, and it even takes me back listening to you this morning, I'm going to be honest, I overslept, I missed a lot of stuff, but you restarted me this morning, but I was laying there listening to you, and the song that I grew up listening to was Be Grateful. Be grateful, and we have to be grateful for everything, the hurt, the pain, the uncertainties, everything that we're facing. He already did it. When we when we really, if you're going through something and this helps, when I consider the cross, sometimes I close my eyes and I can, can I, I'll think about what Jesus bore. He bore the anxiety. He bore the pain. He bore all of it. The things that we go through now, 
it's because our faith is wavering, and that's true. We know we're going to go through things, David, so thank you for reminding us. But we got to continue to fight the good fight of faith and just believe that it's already done. Go through that stuff, but go through it with your hands up because you've got the victory. It may not look like it or feel like it, but if you keep trusting him, if you keep believing his word, if you know what his word says and give his word back to him, it can't come back void and that you know that you are victorious and that you are more than a conqueror. And a lot of times I know lately I got to, I got to get away by myself, go into full blown praise. And I'm not worried about anything else. And I'm not needing, I love my prayer call, but sometimes we got to go in by ourselves and we got to study that word to know that we know, if that makes sense. So nephew, like Bubbly said, you are so, I mean, you millennials amaze me. <laughs> you amaze me. And so I'm just grateful for you. So, so this morning just was necessary. So know that you are prayed for, you and your mom and your family, and I'm glad your dad is still here. I could really shout if I didn't want to wake up this baby because your dad is still here. That, that's amazing. So I love you, and thank you for that this morning. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, you got me fired up here. <laughs> thank you. It, it, there's nothing that God can't do, and there's nothing that uh, – Jesus' sacrifice can't do. It's so powerful to think that all that he went through, he gave up his body and was tortured and beaten and bruised and hung. And all he's asking us to do is surrender our egos, surrender our faith, and just believe that everything is handled. You know, we're not having to suffer like that. So it's it's a great reminder. So thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I'm, I'm always praising the Lord every time I get to talk to my dad or it's just great. It's just great. So thank you. Thank you. Mother, um, good morning, Brother David. How are you? This is Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Oh, great declaration. I, I love the um, the assurance and the surety. I, um, I was just sitting here thinking, I said, you know, how did I get to this place, you know, on my own? And, and God just confirmed because you – you know, you you believed what your mom and your grandmother believed. You saw how they trusted and had faith in me, and you learned, oh, God, and, and then you got into the Word, and you sought me for yourself, and you began to trust me, and I began to prove the evidence, and you began to experience me because of what you saw and what you heard. Um, I, I thank God for that because we all have, um, you know, a level of um, – surrendering um, as far as, you know, surrendering all to God, but surrendering to his word so you can see the evidence and the manifestation of who he is, understanding and learning who he is. So I just thank God for confirming the assurance of his word um, that we can look to him in all things that we don't have to, you know, worry about whatever or whatnot. Because the Holy Spirit is real. He 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 will be there. You know, think, little things that we ponder in our heart, he'll come back and be like, remember this? Remember you asked me for this? And I thank God for that because that's the assurance of him um, showing who he is, that he is real, that he is the true and living God, that he is our Lord, that he is Emmanuel, that he's always with us. So I thank God for your word because we all have to start somewhere. We start off like babies, but once we begin to trust him and meditate and, and uh, you know, get in his word, it, the more, um, the more we can learn and the more um, we can build on our faith and trust him. 
and be sure in him. So thank you for your word. Amen. Thank you, Sister Rochelle. Yeah. How important it is for us to trust him and to be the assurance. I mean, we we always asking somebody to pray for us, but look what hap- look what happens when you pray for yourself. When you go to God for yourself, then you can go to God for someone else. So, um, the Monday, you you set me up. I'm 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 encouraged on today. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it, it just trust the Lord, trust in the Lord, and study. It's it's amazing to me how much more I have grown in Christ the more I study and I think you know it's obvious but in a way it's not that obvious you think you know a lot when you grow up in the church you think you know everything there is to know but really delving into it for yourself is really powerful and I've learned so much more I've grown so much more and I'm not saying that to say oh I'm so great or whatever but it's just like you can feel it you feel the growth you feel that uh, faith growing feels it knowledge that I'm not doing this walk on my own. I'm not doing much at all. You know, it's really God's power. It's really his grace that opens these doors. It's really his love and mercy that keeps me going day to day, that keeps me from screaming out in the streets, you know. So it it really is powerful. The more you, the more you learn, the more you grow, for sure, for sure. So thank you. Hey, brother. Hey, brother David, this is Moxie. I just want to jump in real quick, you guys. Oh, God, once again, you know, I, I enjoyed your declaration today. It had me smiling, not only mm-hmm. thinking about Yvonne, but also just, um, it was just always a reminder. Because for me, you know, it, this 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 day-to-day um, walk is, is, is very real. And it's very, what I have learned to do my walk, for sure, is the fact that I need to seek the kingdom first. It's like, I, if I don't, I, I it's like... Um, the evidence of of me um, looking to the scene instead of believing, you know, having faith in what 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 God is saying or what He had promised or you know stuff like that. So, I if if, if I don't um, um, get a word in, like get my word um, reading or meditating or just the the prayer, and it's it just can't be for just that morning. It's like I have to really like keep my mind on like Him throughout. Otherwise, it is very. The enemy comes at me. Um, he already, you know, pulling me here, trying to, um, you know, think that, you know, of uh, the Bible, um, of uh, the man wrote the Bible. And I'm like, come on now, stop, you know, you know, with my faith in that, you know, and then pulling over here with your children, with um, looking, you know, looking at what they're doing instead of just um, um, leaving it to God and knowing that they're accountable to them. You know, those distractions. So, you know, with, with I need the word. I need um, the prayer. I need the relationships, you know, for me to um, continue just, just to get that, that godly strength that we need day to day. So, of course, like you said, you know, the relationship with him, the the talk with him, the you know what I'm saying, without that for me, I would, hey, a couple of days of not having it, you it would, it would be straight evident for sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I need them. I need them. So I'm just saying thank you so much for your declaration and it's truly a fact, y'all. We you know, our relationship with him is just so important on a daily, like minute basis sometimes, you know? So thank you for your word on today, David. I appreciate it. Amen. Yeah, it is. It's a daily thing. It is sometimes minute by minute, hour by hour, second by second. You know, we have to die 
daily, you know, before the Lord, before we go on, I always like to try to do a prayer. I have a little thing on my dresser that has the armor of God on little post-its so that I remember to pray and put on the armor of God, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, you know, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. And it is a daily thing. And when I miss it, I know I'm snappier. I notice it. I feel it. And I can tell. So yeah, hey, it is powerful. Yeah. Hey nephew, it's uh it's this Didi again. Mona, it's not daily for me. I'm like David McDonald a minute, five minutes, five minutes. I got <laughs> man, for real. Like we start that thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. Uh, that This attitude got to stay in check. I don't care how much word. David, you said something. That's what I wanted to, um, when you talked about you think you got it all, you think you may know it all because you've been raised in a church, and we know how that is. Um, raised, and you know, you got your Bible study, you got Sunday school, you got all this Bible, 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 and all this teaching, but because you're getting lessons, and you know, you're sitting up there, sometimes three services, so you're getting a lot poured, you know, down poured in you. But if you don't go for yourself, and like you said, I um, was blessed to um, have spent time with my 32, is he 32? How old Armani is, my oldest son. And um, just sitting with him and just watching him with everything that's going on, because like I, I wanted to say this to millennials, just how he has a piece about stuff when at, my, at, his, at, you know, at your age for me, I was panicked. You know what I mean? I didn't have that piece because he's already tapped into his faith and he knows that God's going to do it because he already has what he says out of his mouth. And for me to hear him praying and, you know, when, when he gets this phone call from his friends that's stressing out because of whatever, and he's reminding them, oh, God got it. And they're saying they love you to hear brothers, you know, these guys saying, I love you, man, you know, whatever, you know, they're praying. And that's just, that's amazing because there's something that even though, like you said, being raised in church, you get it for yourself and it goes to a whole new level. So the anxieties aren't coming and you're not so quick to lose it mentally. So you know how to fight because you have it in you. So thank you for this morning. I'm so lit right now. I love you so much. Amen. I love it. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that this scripture does also talk about is really knowing it for yourself. And, you know, like you said, it's minute by minute. I love that. It, it really is about that. But I think one of the important things about studying the word for yourself is one thing I found is a lot of times, a lot of things that are part of Christianity are taken so out of context that people are quoting, you know, other things as part of Christianity. They're quoting like John Milton, the Paradise Lost, or Dante with the um, Divine Comedy as part of the Bible, as if these things are scriptures, if these things are real. So you really do need to know it for yourself. Otherwise, you could be easily tricked or taken off or think, you know, I think every time I study, I'm always finding something new that I'm like, oh, I didn't see that before. Or, oh, I just took somebody else's word for it growing up. But reading it yourself, you really do get a full comprehension and a full understanding. Um, so that is awesome. Thank you. Good morning, young David, my brother. You're Good morning, blessed brother this morning. You're blessed. I, I, I woke up late. And I chimed in when he was speaking on the uh, tradition of men and the Gentiles and 
the circumcision and how that uh, you know Christ died for us and you know and we've been buried with him and risen with him and you know, we don't have to uh, you know stay stuck on uh, the traditions of men and worry about uh, being circumcised the, the old way because you know by us being buried with Christ and risen with Christ oh hallelujah we, we got a new circumcision in the spirit oh thank you father could you break that down and go a little bit deeper for us um, yeah I think so I think um, I can give you the interpretation that I have of it which is ultimately when you are circumcised, you're cutting off a layer of skin. And when Jesus died for us, he took a layer of sin from us. He took that barrier that would separate us from going to God. Because you'll remember that back in the day, there was only the uh, Jewish people were the chosen people. They were the only one that had access through God. And they were the only ones that could really get um honor him with their sacrifices but at the same time they were the only ones that were getting those victories those huge victories um when they took israel when they constantly were getting these victories and one of the things that would mark their promise that they were god's chosen people was being circumcised so jesus's death and our acceptance of jesus as our savior is a term is a, is a form of circumcision because it shows that we are god's people because we bear the blood of Christ. And when he took that sin instead of skin, right, um, he basically gave us direct access to God so that we don't have to do all of the altar sacrifices. We don't have to do all of the traditions that are, you know, basically in the whole book of Deuteronomy, it's just like a bunch of rules, laws, and traditions that are required of those times. If you were Jewish, you were doing those things. Um, and Jesus took all that with him. So that's what I mean by, you know, he, we were circumcised with him. He took that sin and that skin in a way with him on the cross. Does that answer your oh, question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, my brother. You know, you blessed us this morning. I was like half asleep when I chimed in, and your, your teaching this morning just woke me right up. Oh, thank you, Father. Amen. God bless you. It's great to hear you, Brother Jeff. Good morning. Wow, this is Bubby again. Oh, no, let her go. Let whoever let us go because I already been on. Okay, this is Christina. Um, I just wanted to thank you for the declaration, and I I did enjoy your teaching about – like he said, like he said, like Brother Jeff just said about the circumcision, but also um, when you talked about, I guess verses fourteen and fifteen, him nailing sin on the cross with him, and then disarming the rulers and the authorities of of evil, and making a public spectacle of them, and the assurance we have in knowing we are no longer um, chained to sin, but we are alive and free through the blood of Jesus. So I appreciate that. Amen. Yeah, it's powerful. It's really powerful because it really is. It's freeing. It's liberating. It's empowering. It's something that's like, wow, 
we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So thank you for bringing that out, Christina. I appreciate that. I mean, it sounded like uh, bubbly. Yes, it was. Man, that, and that, see, I'm a visual learner. So I didn't need to get the vision because you made plain when you said about the circumcision that, you know, the physical part is cutting something off, right? And then you said, but in the spirit, it's like, in the in the physical, you said it was skin, and in the spirit, it's the sin. I have never, and I'm 65, I have never heard that before. Never. Because that was, if I had heard that years back, I probably would have seen things a whole lot differently. And I think, I'm like, this young brother got it going, oh, this boy, and I, <laughs> I just wanted to say that because that was mind-blowing. I'm telling you, that I, I, won't, I will remember that a whole lot longer than, well, you know, if you, it, well, you're not even going to go to just the way it's been taught. Things have been taught. They never, ever said anything like that. So I just thank you so much for, for your teaching and you learning and, and realistic. We have an ear that here, and we, we try to be attentive to what the declarer says. We also try to be attentive to how God is giving it to you guys, giving them to you guys. So again, be blessed. Continue to keep on keeping on. God's blessings. Amen. Thank you, Sister Bubbly. I wish I could take credit for that. That that was all God. That was all God. That literally just came out. And as I was singing, I was like, oh, sin instead of skin. I like that. Like, that's all God. That's 100% God. So thank you. I'm glad that that blessed you. Is there anyone else that has anything that they'd like to discuss about um, basically going over Colossians chapter two and God's assurance um, for us through Christ? All right, cool. Well, it's about 720. I'm not going to keep you all. I know some people are trying to get ready to work. Some people are trying to get for school. Some people are just waking up. So thank you, um, everyone, for joining. If there's no one else, I'm going to close out. Um, if anyone has anything else, I'm going to leave it open for a second and then close us out. Going once. Going twice. All right, let's go. Um, thank you again. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for opening up your word, Lord God. We thank you for the sacrifice that Jesus died on the cross and bled for our sins, Lord God. We thank you for that salvation, Lord God. We thank you for your assurance that it is all handled, Lord God, that if we pray and believe that it will be done for us, Lord God. We thank you for everything that you've done for us and that you are doing for us, both the seen and the unseen. Lord God, that we ask that you just bring healing to those who need healing, wisdom to those who seek it, Lord God. We ask that you bring prosperity and wealth to those that need it, Lord God. We just ask that you comfort all of your children and everyone in this world right now, Lord God. And we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your beauty. In Jesus' name we pray. Yahweh should be praised. Amen, amen, amen. Happy Monday. Love you all. Be well. Have a good day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye.
We love you more.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith.